Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'll be honest, today we're going to talk about the main topic, but before we get into anything, I really, really, really need to address this because it's something that dropped yesterday and it's something that's bothered me immensely since I've read it and I actually did read it. So as you know, three days ago, I released an episode of the podcast talking about J.K. Rowling and why TERFs are dangerous to the trans community. And at the time, she released her statements on Twitter about sex um, and left it at that, right? She, did, she was... She was going on, like, a pity party of, like, these people are all calling me names and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, cool, sure, whatever. But it didn't, it didn't go any deeper than that. Until last night, well, not last night, but yesterday, where she decided it was in her best interest to tweet out a an open letter describing why she said what she said. And it ended up digging her a hole that was even deeper than the first one, right? I won't go over every single point that she made in her letter because, honestly, she was talking in circles and contradicting herself a lot. So I won't go over every single point. The one point I will talk about and the entire point that TERFs use against the trans community And the argument that I've heard over and over and over and over again, and I'm tired of hearing it, this argument should never have existed, it doesn't need to exist, and it needs to stop. And that argument is the infamous bathroom argument, right? Whether or not trans people should be allowed to use the public restrooms of the gender that they believe that they are, right? This argument has been going on for years, the first time that this conversation happened, I believe it was like 2014 or something like that. Like, it's a very new argument, but it's also a very ongoing argument that doesn't need to exist. And I hate that we consistently have to keep talking about this. Like, in short, the bathroom argument is stupid and it's extremely disrespectful. Okay? And let me explain why. The whole bathroom argument is basically this. Oh, if we let trans people into the bathroom, then that that gives people the right to just go into any bathroom they want and just say like, oh, like if they can just go into the women's restroom and say, no, I'm a woman, it's okay. Or I can just go into the men's room and say, I'm a man, it's okay. When in reality, no, that wouldn't happen. And even if it did happen, it would be a very, 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 very tiny percent of people who actually do stupid shit like that. You know why? Because, and here's a shock to some people. Here's a shock. Trans people are not predators. Do you know who you know who pre- who are like do you know who is predators? Or who are predators? Predators. People, you know who is who sexually assaults people? You know what they're going to do? They're going to sexually assault people. That doesn't it doesn't matter if they're trans or not. If they're if they if they feel it in their mind that that is an appropriate thing to do that they're just gonna walk into the bathroom and assault someone they're going to do it regardless of what gender they are. Don't try to pin that shit on the trans community to paint yourself in a better light. Don't do it because what you're doing is basically you're you're basically grouping up 
the entire trans community into a box and saying, oh, there's a very, very, very tiny percentage of you that might do this thing, so we're just going to label all of you as fucking criminals and not, and not allow you to have basic human rights, like using the bathroom. Because that's the level we're at right now. Ridiculous. Anyway, sorry that I got heated. I read that and immediately I was just like, what? Are you are you serious? You literally wrote an entire essay about how you're not transphobic, and then you you sat there for an entire two paragraphs, and and stated the most transphobic thing you could possibly say. But I but I but you know what the fuck do I know, right? I'm not in her mind. Regardless, I had to address that right off the bat just to get it out of my system, and let's get into the actual topic for today, which is dating and relationships. Now, dating and relationships within the community is honestly something that like people get confused a lot and there's not enough like information on it to like fully come up with like a concrete example of like what dating is like, but I'll give you like a brief uh overview of what it's like. Um, basically, somebody who has, like, exclusively dated people of the opposite sex their whole lives, and then they suddenly, and then they finally decided to come out, and then they start looking for people to date that are, like, of the same sex, and they're, like, comfortable with that. Um, the experiences that I've heard from other people are that it, it feels way different because there's another, there's an extra layer, an extra level of connection that didn't exist before. Right? Like, this... I've seen this particularly with lesbians, where there will be a lesbian who has exclusively dated men, because that's what society told her that she was supposed to do, right? She was supposed to grow up and find a, find a boyfriend, find a husband, and all this other stuff, right? But then when they started dating women, they felt like, like this felt so natural, and this felt like so correct, that I wondered why I didn't just do it sooner, Right? Um, the same thing with men, right? Like, men who've only, who exclusively dated women have said the same thing, right? Where, like, once they started dating men, they felt like there was, like, it felt way more comfortable and way more, like, this is what I was, this is what I needed to do when I was younger and I didn't because I was scared. And now that I can do it, it's, it feels amazing, right? That sort of thing. And it's one of those things where, like, uh, we need to have an open conversation of like what it's like to date um of the same sex or of like or of different genders because um honestly it feels different it feels very 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 different than it normally does and it often feels um like you're finally admitting to yourself like this is who I am and that's okay and it's you know um, but, uh, yeah, dating is just interesting within the community. I, I lost my train of thought for a second. I had, like, a brain fart. But, like, yeah, dating in the, in the community is very, very interesting in that aspect of, like, there's just so much happiness involved with it. Because, like, nine times out of ten, people who start dating in the community are people who have, like, pushed away the community so much that they were just, like, trying to, like 
do what society was telling them to do. Like, I have to date a man, or, like, I have to date a woman, or, like, and then, like, I can't be anything else. That, like, when, like, when given the opportunity, like, yeah, you can be something else. They're just like, oh, shit, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do, yeah, this, this feels... And... Especially, and this is something that I've seen um, more in, in like, articles and, like, interviews and stuff. But, like, I've heard that even, like, going to clubs and bars, like, in within the community feels way different. It feels way more comfortable. Because there's, like, the level of, like, awkwardness that existed within, like... Uh, heteronormativity within society like is gone and you could just be yourself right like here here's my biggest example right and this this ties into like multiple things within the community like bars restaurants no not, not restaurants bars clubs and pride events right these three things i've seen all the time right where the entire year like sure they're out but like they still feel like they can't be too loud with it otherwise people would be like oh why are you shoving it in my face why are you being like eh? so like they'll try like they'll suppress each themselves a little bit but then like as soon as like they get into a room with like a bunch of other um community members like at a club or a bar or at a pride event they feel like they can just be themselves right they don't have to worry about like oh am i am i being too loud or like am i acting too weird or or anything like that it just feels comfortable and it feels just great and i love that i love that so much i love that people can have spaces in the community where they can just feel comfortable and they can just feel like yes this is where i can go to escape the real world for a second and just be myself and be amongst my people who are not going to judge me for being myself um and then again and then so that's dating and the, the relationship aspect of the community is also very interesting right because people often ask like oh what's it like living with like another uh, another man or like what's it like living with another woman like as two adults who are like who like have jobs and like have social lives and stuff like how does that work and like the way i've heard it described a number of times is that like it's like living with a roommate or like living with your best friend like it's super dope right like it's all like it oftentimes feels like um uh people try to vilify gay dating to like this thing where it's like oh like you can't you can't grow you can't like raise a family in that kind of environment and it's like this environment often is like way better than like a lot of straight couples out there like in a lot of aspects just saying like the, the the amount of like love and comfort that exists in those houses are astounding is it's astounding right like it's it's one of those things where like, you can never like fully describe it to someone unless you experience it right it's like one of those things where like you had to be there sort of thing of like i was told my entire life that what like this was wrong but now that i'm in this i don't want like i don't like if this is wrong i don't want to be right ever again right that sort of thing uh yeah this is gonna be a very 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 short episode unfortunately i really just wanted to rant about 
uh, that atrocious letter and then talk about briefly uh, dating and relationships within the community. I know there's a lot of more like nuances that you can go that can go into it, and there's a lot more um, uh, talking points that I can hit right now. One of which being that, of course, as much as like as much as uh, media likes to portray. Gay, gay relationships is like either like super tragic or like all sunshine and rainbows like there's never a problem like gay couples are not a caricature right they're not like a fictional thing they're like they have relationship problems just like any other couple right like they still argue they still fight they still disagree they still have their moments where they're just like holy like they they really fly off the handle of frustration and stuff like that. Like that doesn't make them any less human, right? Just because they're with someone who happens to be of the same sex or the same or or a different gender or whatever, that doesn't mean that like that they that their relationship is suddenly like a myth a mythical thing that like has to be perfect all the time. Right, because then that takes away from like all of the challenges that go into dating within the community. Right, like I'm just talking about all the positive aspects. So there's a lot of n- different aspects that go into it. Like um, a lot of the similarities between gay and straight couples that are like you you still have to share your space with someone. You have to share your time evenly with people. Right, like you need to allocate time for working and allocate time for social activities and then spending time with your partner and and like you know doing chores and all this other stuff like you like all of you th- all of these things are still very 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 similar um no matter how your your couple looks right and of course in any relationship and in any partnership um there's still like compromise right like there might be some things that you're not comfortable with that you changed about yourself to like make your partner happy and they'll do the same thing for you and vice versa right that's that's the same thing that's similar right and it's something that needs to be discussed more right where like i feel like especially with like tiktok and youtube and stuff like it can be so easy to look at gay couples as just like or any couple in general and just be like oh look at them they're always so happy and funny and you know haha yeah cool but then like you have to understand that like yeah that's that aspect is true but there's also like a very big other aspect of it where everything is not always fun and bubbly right and then and that's perfectly fine to acknowledge that 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 exists and to move past it and that's it right Okay, but anyway, thank you all for watching me ramble about relationships and stuff. Uh, the moral of this episode is that I really want to be in a relationship, but <laughs> due to the, due to pandemic and other things, uh, that's kind of impossible for me at the moment. Um, but I do appreciate you guys listening to this episode, regardless. And you know, as always, you are loved, you are cared for, you are valid, you are seen, and we care about you a lot and i hope you are all having a wonderful pride month and i hope you are all enjoying yourselves and you know celebrating who you are and also remembering that there is still a fight happening within the world there are still protests happening there's still people fighting and don't let up like stay educated stay vocal stay present keep fighting don't give up and well and we're there we're right behind you all right Uh, But until tomorrow, thank you all 
so much for listening to this episode. Tomorrow, we will be talking about sex education within the LGBTQ plus community and why it's super, super confusing to grow up without sex education, especially when you find out later in life that you are not straight. It can be extremely overwhelming, but we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow. We'll get to that tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, until then, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you little gay babies tomorrow.